Okay, so uh, by popular demand, we're going to watch uh, the video that corresponds to the uh, last uh, talk that we had in this series on the Divine Liturgy. If you remember, uh, that was dedicated to the Anaphora, which is the central part of the liturgy, uh, the Eucharist proper. After uh, the Liturgy of the Catechumens, it's more... Uh, prayers for those, uh, for those who, in theory, remain. Uh, we come to the anaphora, which anaphora means the uh, offering, the lifting. And it begins with the uh, phrase, the greeting of the celebrant to the people. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. To which the people, the in the name of the people reply, and with thy spirit. Let us lift up our hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord. This is the key, uh, the key phrase, because to give thanks, uh, in Greek, you know, Greek for thank you is Gifaristo, from which we get Eucharist, uh, central action of the uh, Eucharist from our side, is giving thanks to God for everything. And this is uh, the point at which we'll begin uh, with it. Leitergia, uh, yes, is the Greek word which means the common, common work. The deacon uh, introduces, the deacon calls the people to pray. He says, let us stand aright, let us stand with fear, let us attend that we may present the holy offering in peace. Not just the priest, but we, the, all of us. Here the priest is giving the, the greeting, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Notice how he's turned to the people at that point. Let us lift up our hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord. And then the uh, priest reads the uh, Eucharistic prayer, the, actually the, in which he gives uh, thanks in the name of the whole uh, congregation to God for all the uh, good things that he has done for us. We went through the text of that prayer in some detail, so I won't uh, repeat that. I'll leave you to watch in peace. Yes, there is no choir, you know, sometimes yeah, when there's only priest and one somebody else. So priests will also give their responses? Or? No, it's impossible. There has to be at least one person. But the second person Otherwise you can't celebrate the liturgy. No, it's like two, two persons, but uh, if, uh, let's okay. say choir. Okay, stop. Yeah, don't and at the end of the first part of the prayer, it ends with uh, uh, shouting, singing, offering the triumphal hymn, that is the angels. And he continues with these uh, blessed powers, that is the angelic powers who constantly celebrate the liturgy of praise in uh, heaven. We also, he says, sing, and holy art thou and all holy, thou and thine only begotten Son and thy Holy Spirit. And the rest of it, he comes to the uh, remembrance of the mystical supper. Yeah. The words of Christ, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you for the remission of sins. And at that point, he points to the uh, bread and then to the cup, the chalice. Drink from you, this all of you, this is my blood of the new covenant, shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. 
And when the priest says, we are offering thee thine own of thine own, he or the deacon, when there is a deacon, actually physically lifts up the, uh, the gifts of bread and wine. This is the anaphora, the lifting up. Priest and deacon bow three times before the table and read the tripartine of the third hour. Uh, bow for the third hour, descend down thy most holy spirit upon thine apostles, take him not from us so good one, but renew him in us who pray unto thee. This is evidently actually an interpret interpolation into the prayer, uh, which is a, uh, the prayer is addressed to the Father, but this is addressed to Christ himself. And then uh, follows the uh, consecration of the Holy Ghost. The priest makes the sign of the cross uh, over the bread, over the wine. Uh, with the words, make this bread the precious body of thy Christ, this, in this cup, the precious blood of thy Christ, changing them by thy Holy Spirit. And at this point, the consecration is complete, hence they make the prostration before what is already the body and blood of Christ on the holy table. And actually, you see, it's quite short. It's only f <laughs> five minutes or so. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. good to see what happens the yes. other side of the world. Yes. Now, in our cathedral, you, because the recent decision, uh, you will see it all because the royal doors are now open throughout the liturgy. Uh, then <clears throat> there follows the commemoration of uh, the whole church, beginning with the Holy Mother of God, with the words, uh, for our most, our most holy lady, the, uh, especially our most holy lady, the Mother of God, and ever Virgin Mary. I think I will just stop at that point. Because we've already gone before the point where I was commenting in detail on the text of the liturgy. It just gives you the idea of how it actually happens uh, physically. In, uh, <coughs> so, this. so, immediately after the uh, consecration, and the priest uh, begins to pray for the people in these words. Uh, so that for those who partake, they may be for those who partake, those who are coming for Holy Communion, uh, that they may be for vigilance of soul. Uh, in the Russian, trezvinitushi, a sort of sobriety uh, of soul, uh, remission of sins, the communion of thy Holy Spirit, the fulfillment of the kingdom of heaven. This is an interesting phrase. Uh, remember how in the Lord's Prayer we pray, uh, thy kingdom come. Yeah? Uh, and so this is somehow uh, connected to the participation, uh, from our point of view, is connected to the participation in the Eucharist. So that uh, kingdom, I suppose, would become the a reality, the reality of our uh, lives, individually and collectively. Uh, freedom to speak in thy presence, also very interesting. Uh, that having received the Holy Communion, having Christ dwelling uh, in us, we would be able to uh, speak, to pray uh, more boldly, with greater uh, assurance uh, of being heard. And not for judgment or for condemnation, because the, as the Apostle Paul says, partaking unworthily uh, is not a good thing, quite the opposite. And by unworthily here is primarily meant without repentance, without being at peace with your neighbor.
he continues, again we offer thee uh, this reasonable worship. I think we talked about that uh, earlier on. Yes, what is a reasonable worship? Difficult to translate in, in, into English. In, in Russian, uh, the word, root word here, slova, uh, the, the word um, uh, in Greek, logos, uh, the worship which is uh, rational, a sacrifice which is not the sacrifice of uh, irrational animals, as was the case in the Old Testament, but this uh, uh, sacrifice which is uh, connected with identical with the sacrifice, eternal sacrifice, the sacrifice of Christ himself, the Logos. For, uh, this, uh, the liturgy is offered uh, for people. Every sacrifice is offered uh, on behalf of uh, someone. For, first of all, those who have gone to their rest in faith, forefathers, fathers, patriarchs, prophets, apostles, preachers, evangelists, martyrs, confessors, ascetics, and every righteous spirit made perfect in faith. It's a comprehensive uh, commemoration of all the departed members of the church, those who have left this life, uh, and not only those uh, who were uh, in the time of the church proper, but also of the uh, Old Testament church, the forefathers, last uh, Sunday, that last Two Sundays, we, the Church remembers the ancestors of Christ, the Holy Four, all those uh, righteous people uh, from whom, uh, according to the human descent of uh, Christ, came. All those people who, as it were, prepared the way, who are looking forward to the coming of uh, the Messiah. Also the uh, Holy Apostles, and all who came, the martyrs, the, and the confessors, and every righteous spirit, made perfect in faith. What does this mean? Made perfect in faith. Uh, well, uh, if I say it in Russian, maybe, Marina, which is the word we use in Russian, in, in church Russian, for uh, dying. Yeah. Somebody uh, finished their earthly life. Uh, but, and I suspect this goes back to the Greek, and I didn't uh, do my homework and uh, look it up. But the, uh, the idea, the fundamental idea is that of... Uh, reaching your uh, destination, having uh, lived uh, and during your life uh, been uh, little by little transformed, being made uh, ready for the kingdom of God, becoming what you are called to be. It strikes me that this is in itself a very interesting topic that we could explore further, but we need to think about that. But the very second is we don't live just randomly. That's just a sort of existence. You can't call real life. You have to uh, purpose 
in life and know what your purpose uh, is in order for life to be meaningful. Uh, anyway, all that is in the order. And then uh, he's allowed for our most holy, most pure lady, the mother of God, and ever Virgin Mary. The mother of God uh, is uh, commemorated here as the kind of archetype of the church, actually. Uh, the church She is the of God, and uh, in that sense, she uh, represents uh, acceptance of the angel Gabriel's message you know, to her uh, about her destiny to become the mother of God. Uh, is uh, symbolical of the uh, response, uh, the proper response of the whole of humanity to God's initiative. Now, at this point, the uh, choir uh, sing a hymn to the Mother of God. Yes. Uh, it is truly meet to bless thee who did spring forth God, ever blessed and most pure, and the Mother of our God, more honorable than the cherubim, and incomparably more glorious than the seraphim. Thou who without corruption did spring forth God the Word, and art indeed Mother of God, thee do we magnify. Dostoina, yes, it's one of the uh, most uh, popular, uh, greatest hymns to the Mother of God. Uh, in Greek, Axion Histin. That hymn has a very interesting history. It was actually revealed uh, to a, a monk by an angel by you know, sometime in the 10th century or so. Yes. Uh, uh, I don't remember now uh, whether it actually happened uh, on Arthos, but the correspondent, possibly uh, already by this time, monasticism was just beginning from in the 10th century on the holy mountain. Uh, and the icon uh, with uh, which is associated uh, with that event is kept today uh, on uh, in the great uh, church, the main church of uh, the holy mountain in Cardia. Uh, on certain feasts, the, the, it's replaced by uh, another hymn to the Mother of God, which is called in Russian the Zadostoynik, the substitute for the uh, hymn Dostoyna. Uh, yes. And while the choir is singing that hymn, the priest continues with his prayer of commemoration uh, of all the members of the church. Uh, who is next after the Mother of God in the hierarchy? Yes. Yes. Um, uh, we're remembering here the uh, earthly members of the of the church, not the angelic ones. But the Holy Prophet, Pharaoh and Baptist John, the Holy Glorious and All-Praised Apostles, the saint uh, whose memory we keep today, and for all their saints, that whose prayers visit us, O God. Uh, and remember all those who have fallen asleep in the hope of resurrection to eternal life. Give them rest where the light of thy countenance visits. The priest may mention individual people uh, by name here. Here we always remember, for example, Metropolitan Anton, maybe somebody who has recently died. or whatever. Uh, He continues like this. Again, we beseech thee, remember, O Lord. Remember, remember, remember. Uh, it seems like we think that God is in danger of forgetting. Yes. Um, but this uh, remembrance uh, in, by uh, God uh, is basically what 
keeps us alive. Uh, if we uh, exist uh, and continue to live uh, only by the will of God. Uh, and this applies also to the departed. You know how we pray for the departed. Uh, eternal remembrance. Again we beseech that we remember our Lord. And now we come back to the living. Yeah? Uh, now the church hierarchy. All the orthodox bishops who rightly proclaim the word of thy truth. Remember the special uh, ministry. Part of the special ministry of the bishop is the teaching ministry. Uh, teaching the people uh, what is the true faith and what is not. Uh, the whole order of presbyters. Yeah, that's us, the priests. Uh, the diaconate in Christ uh, and every order of the clergy, apart from the priests, bishops, priests and deacons, we have uh, the so-called minor uh, orders of the subdeacons, uh, the readers, uh, and so on, uh, who were quite numerous uh, in the early church. And we have a, quite a few of them now here in the cathedral. Again, we offer thee this reasonable worship. Okay. Uh, now, for the whole world, the offering, remember the, uh, when the priest, when the holy gifts are elevated, Offering thee thine own of thine own on behalf of all and for all. The sacrifice uh, is offered uh, for the whole world, for the whole creation. Uh, but specifically, of course, for the, uh, uh, for the church, for the holy Catholic and apostolic church. For those who live in chastity and holiness of life. Uh, for our country. Uh, case uh, in the text that we have in our book it says here for our country of Russia and all her faithful people whether dwelling therein or now scattered abroad for this country for our sovereign lady Queen Elizabeth and all in civil authority uh, so the exact form of words here will vary a bit from place to place but the, uh, the tradition of the church is that we pray um, for we always pray for the civil power yeah, as being uh, somehow within God's providence and in need of our uh, prayerful support. Grant them, O Lord, peaceful time. This is a very relevant prayer. Time. Uh, so that in their tranquility we too may lead a calm and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. Now, this is pretty much direct quotation from St. Paul, I think, uh, Epistle 2. <coughs> uh, all that is said uh, quietly by the priest while the choir is singing the hymn it is truly uh, now the priest raises his voice again uh, and commemorates the uh, church hierarchy aloud among the first remember our lord uh, our great lord and father Kirill, the patriarch of moscow and, all, uh, and our bishop uh, by name our bishop matthew and grant that for thy holy for thy holy Churches, in peace, safety, honor, health, and length of days, they may rightly uh, proclaim or divide the word of thy truth. You, we may notice this uh, insistent and repeated and earnest prayer for the church hierarchy. Um, this is <laughs> important um, because the uh, how to put 
uh, we as uh, you know, uh, human beings, frail human beings, carry uh, with this uh, prayerful support. It's very and the burden cross hierarchy. Um, and we, I, I said the word. The, I said the higher we go, management structure in a corporation with a chief executive. This is actually the wrong model. Much better. mentioned, but he attributed it to Father Sofroni. This inverted of the priest. What is the job of the bishop? To support What is the job of the patriarch? To support Bishop. Yes. Uh, the bottom half, you know, who carries the whole. <laughs> so it's important to bear. Uh, otherwise, we can very easily fall into a completely thinking about uh, the, the, the church. So this is why we pray uh, so much uh, for the uh, for the church hierarchy. Uh, <coughs> uh, response to the, uh, in a very brief phrase, and each and all. comes back to absolutely comprehensive uh, prayer. Pray for everyone individually, together, carefully at the <coughs> Uh, the Greek, but I think it probably includes not only humans but the whole. <coughs> and then the, the it just continues. Priest is standing here in front of the altar, in front of the consecrated holy gifts, praying, "Remember, O Lord." Again, this, "Remember, O Lord," the city which we dwell. So here, London, we pray for London, and that's really good and really important. And every city, town, and village, those who dwell in that, remember, O Lord, those who travel. By land, air, or water, in some trendy uh, by space. Yes, yes, of course, uh, of course. Originally, it would have been by land and by water. When air travel came in, we just well, you know, the liturgy—it's not that she's not fossilized, developed over time, show historic, and that development, further development, is not excluded. Although radical changes. Uh, well, um, the uh, liturgy developed. Differently in different places. It wasn't early centuries. It wasn't the same in uh, Jerusalem, Rome, Constantinople. But every moment, there is, if you like, sense structure, which is based on what himself at the Eucharist, taking bread, being thanked, breaking. Apart from that, uh, everywhere you, the first part, the first part, the human uh, prayers, the scriptures, the communion. Over time, a, a certain process consolidation went on until the 8th century, when essentially two, basically two, the Eastern. In the West, uh, chorus mentality, West Roman, the Latin mentality, the little fairly what were the words of Christ, so called words of the most 
although they're aware of, of the implication of but that is much more developed. Of course, Reformation and further changes go on to Protestant so-called churches, but that's sternness. They all based follow the, the model of courtings, maybe understanding of the limits. Uh, now, uh, yes, remember, uh, remember the Lord, those, uh, the sick, the suffering, those in captivity, prison, their safety and so remember, But remember the Lord, those who bear fruit and do good works, holy church, and those who are poor. You see, really, everyone is included. Prayer, church, uh, before the Holy Then again, he's uh, allowed to grant that with one mouth and one heart. We may glorify and praise thy no longer the majestic name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Uh, one mouth and all steeds. The emphasis here on unity <coughs> of the church, praying about praising God. There is no place here for individual, a conception of spiritual life with God. So, church, we <coughs> are Together. And the mercy, which is why not appropriate, especially during this part of the liturgy, for wandering around, venerating icons, lighting candles, basically doing your own thing before the liturgy. Uh, and the priest then turns to the people and says, uh, And the mercies of our great God and Savior, Jesus. Uh, at this point, uh, well, let me pause. Does anyone have a question about any clear? Mm. Uh, yeah, now we have another, uh, we have another, and this litany begins, having remembered all this is prayed to the Lord. This just carries on from this universal commitment to the world, which the priest, but apart from that, this litany is almost, well, the first couple of, uh, for the precious gifts here set forth and sanctified consecrated. What are we to pray about? And it's that our God loves mankind having accepted them on his holy material altar above them as a savour of spiritual may send down upon us in redivine the gift of this alludes to the uh, sacrifice altar was placed sacrifice the slaughtered animal cremated smoke would rise up consciousness of the people God in her seed would accept the sacrifice do his part whether uh, atonement for the sins of giving or whatever well, not, not, not somebody <laughs> Well, this comes back uh, to the whole notion of uh, sacrifice per se, uh, which I think we discussed in one of the earlier talks. The basic notion is that of offering something to God. And the context of that offering, the affecting, there is affected some kind of affiliation God man for offering. The offering of is a very fundamental, not only in Christian, uh, Judaism, in all, in all religious cultures. Well, that's a sp that was a specific case with Abraham and Isaac. That the uh, the whole system of actual sacrifice, testing, a preparation or a prefiguration of the true and perfect sacrifice. And you should read if you read the to the he the author it's like the different sacrifice, the old Christ, and other, all, all this just a prefiguration, a, a type or a shadow. The, there is no point. Yes, and there were strict regulations. The cost can be second class, second to offer the best. It's also that uh, from God giving back to Him that which is His own. This is embedded in the liturgy at the at the moment of the. It says, "Thine own of thine own, we offer." And then we mention more specifically the uh, the gifts, the good things that God uh, will give us uh, for the sake of the sacrifice that is offered. I won't go through them all in detail. They're very, actually very similar to the petitions in the, lit in the litany uh, before, uh, just before the anathema.
one that uh, says, let us complete our prayer to the Lord. But it concludes uh, with the, <coughs> the words, having asked for the unity of the faith and the communion of the Holy Spirit, let us entrust ourselves and one another and our whole life unto Christ our God. Uh, at this point, the priest, uh, the silent, the quiet prayer of the priest, which is said during the litany, goes like this. To thee, O Master, for thou is mankind, we entrust uh, our whole life and our hope. And we ask, we pray, and we implore thee, count us worthy to partake of thy heavenly and dread mysteries at this sacred and spiritual table, the pure conscience, for remission of sins, for forgiveness of offenses, for communion in the Holy Spirit, for inheritance in the kingdom of heaven, for freedom to speak in thy presence, again, not for judgment or condemnation. And as always, the last uh, phrase, the one, the exclamation, worthy, O Master, that with boldness and without condemnation to call upon thee as Father. And then we sing our Father. And this is now, almost immediately before the communion, the uh, line in the Our Father, give us this day our daily bread. Yeah. In this context, also has a, a sort of a, an allusion to the Holy Eucharist. Uh, this can read this on two levels, on the simple level of having enough to eat, but also the bread of heaven, the body of Christ, the Holy Eucharist. It's very uh, uh, how you translate that depends on attached to that. Yes. Which yes, yes. uh, is for thine is the king. The priest turns to the people again says, you all, thy spirit, bow your heads to the Lord, but we should all incline. Yes. Why we don't, you know, people can't pronounce it, you know, in other churches, pray. So why we don't, are we allowed well, to uh, this is but uh, this is a, a doxology which is attached to the. It's not part of the the prayer as such. It's not in the gospel. Mm -hmm. The priests' uh, uh, doxology. Uh, and while we are all standing there with our heads bowed, hopefully the priest prays, "We thank thee 